Good evening world and welcome to Haunting Season. Today we're trying something just a little bit new. Each month as we prepare for the show, Cody and I watch a ton of scary movies on theme with our fear of the month. But every time we start to bring them up in a regular episode, we barely have time to scratch the surface. So we're trying out a horror movie review show. This month is all about grief and loss. And so you can't do a month on this topic without watching Hereditary. But a perfect companion piece that we found is a little indie film called The Deeper You Dig. If you haven't seen it please for the love of grief go watch these films but first here's our episode Hereditary is one of the strongest, most comprehensive reflections of grief that I have ever seen in a film. It's the only time I've ever left the theater saying, I'm so glad that I saw that and I never, ever want to see it again. This is one of the most disturbing, heartbreaking, and downright scary films ever made. But the through line is this beautiful and accurate depiction of what happens when a family experiences sudden and tragic loss. This is an important film, and I think it should be taught in schools. I think anyone who has the stomach for horror should try and muscle through it and look at the important themes here because when you experience a shared trauma it can hurt really bad but can also cause a lot of reflection and growth even the mighty forest needs to burn sometimes in order to sprout new life but again this movie is traumatic and will leave a lasting scar on you but i think it's worth it do you cody i saw this because it came out with a little bit of buzz and i saw it in the theater and i really i was like kind of like in a fog for about three to four hours after the movie where I was like, what did I experience? It was just so heavy and deep. And I was like, I don't think I'll ever, you know, I don't know if I'll ever watch that movie again. It's kind of like Saving Private Ryan where it's like just once is enough. I, I don't really need to see this again because it's just so, you know, there's just a lot of yeah. lot to it. And the performances, I mean, are just like really, I, I don't know how Tony Collette didn't get nominated. It's so hard for horror movies to get nominated for things. You, you just, right. you don't see it very often. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, a movie that, you know, with dealing with grief and also trauma, and uh, it, it really just nails it, it almost too perfectly. Trauma in itself is traumatic, right? Like, that those, those words are literally the same. And then you add on top of that the horror of the obscure, of hauntings, of things that uh, are somewhat supernatural. It just adds so many layers on top of the already like difficult to get through movie. But for some reason with this one, it just works. The movie theater experience was really something else because you felt like the people next to you had gone through war with you. There was like this silence that was throughout the entire theater. And then when the movie ended and then people like leaving, there was almost like this, you know, like people kind of took a breath and it was like <laughs> slow to get up. And it was just like this real silence. Like it was almost like like people coming from like a, a, a funeral. I just wonder what it's like for the filmmakers to be like hearing people. Whoa, what did you think of Redditary? That trailer was so scary. Should I go see it? <sighs> <laughs> that sells a movie in a second. I mean, I want to go see that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe only once, but I will go see that. I also feel like it was one of those movies that uh, 
you know, they, they said this about The Exorcist. They said this about uh, Paranormal Activity, that, like, people in the theaters were having heart attacks in the Philippines or, uh, you know, like, they had to rush people to the hospital oh, or, you know. Seizures and, and things of that nature, yeah. Yeah. I recall. I remember that kind of that, – and that, would, that was even, like, a, a bigger selling point to me. It was like, oh, well – Man, I got to go see this. And I think this film does a really great job, too, of bouncing around the different perspectives. Because one thing that really stands out to me, and I won't give anything away here, but there's a moment where a character is in bed experiencing this shock from an event that happened. And it just sits on them when you can hear stuff happening in the background. But you just stay with that one character for that moment. And it's it's such a reality of what it feels like to be in deep depression or in shock from an event like that, where you are just focusing on surviving and nothing else exists. There's no eating food. There's no getting up and checking on what's happening outside. It's just exist, just survive. Absolutely. So now, Joshua, the, the question is, would you would you recommend this film to somebody? I would. I would recommend that everyone, everyone who has the stomach for true scary horror watch this film once and then try to process it um and uh the good news is you you would never have to watch it again you just have to think about it the rest of your life because yeah, i think about you. this all the time but i do think there are benefits to this movie because the like i said the depiction of grief and the depiction of how how grief and loss can rip a family to shreds um is just so well represented in this movie and if we don't talk about things like this then um there's no way of dealing with them when when they happen to you i agree i I think it's just not like only just a great horror flick but it's just also just a really well-made film i believe yeah so with these movie review shows i wanted to do back-to-back movies movies that somehow relate or uh antithesize each other and i found the perfect pairing for Hereditary, and I texted it to Cody last night, and he watched it right away. The second film we're talking about today is The Deeper You Dig. I was looking for a scary movie to watch, and I did one of those rabbit hole things where you click on a movie, and then you click on one of the suggestions, and before you know it, you're two miles into your exercise bike ride and still haven't put anything on the iPad. So I just clicked on one, Uh, So I had something to focus on and was immediately taken in by The Deeper You Dig. This movie was so good that I biked four extra miles to keep watching. I pretended dinner was taking longer to make so I could keep watching. I did the dishes so that I could continue watching. Dude, this movie. Okay. So here's the setup. A new guy in town is here to flip a house. He's not much more than decent i'd say as a person he's a heavy drinker looking for some quick money and as he's driving drunk home he accidentally kills the daughter of a local psychic and hides the body don't worry this is all like set up for the movie this is in the the trailer description yeah yeah Yeah. and so the deeper you dig into this film eh, the more horrifying it gets the movie is scary it's fun and it's one of the more imaginative indie films that leans into some experimental cinematography and imagery I don't want to say anything else because the twists and turns are literally amazing in this movie. And the ending surprised me more than once. There were multiple times during the ending where I was like, oh, so this is what's happening. (gasps) Oh, so this is what's happening. Lots of uh, twists and turns. Uh, If you're a fan of weather, which we don't really have much of that out here in (laughs) Southern California, that's the first thing that I really like took in. 
is I was like, oh my gosh, I miss the snow so mm-hmm. much. I miss that like the sound and the and watching the snow fall. And then I was also like, there was rain, and I was like, oh, rain. I remember what rain was like. I miss the rain so much. And then there's also like a creek and a river, and I was like, oh. Oh, I miss the, the the green. I miss all this. With the cinematography, that's what like really kind of took took my breath away. But then also there were like female leads. You know, it was this mother and daughter, and like just she had a ver- the mother had a very uh, unique face, and they did a lot of like everything was also I felt like this uh, claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of everything is up really close on everybody's face. That is um, kind of indicative sometimes of indie films because it means that you don't have to do like so much set dressing and you're relying more on your actors. So you spend like the good money on your actors. You find a good environment and then it's like, okay, how do we... How do we keep things simple? I did the same exact thing when I was filming my first feature, which we made for $10,000, which if anyone knows anything about the movie industry is just, uh, it's pocket change. So we shot the whole thing in one location with a certain set of actors and we did wide shots and close-ups and we didn't really have time to spend on medium shots, especially in an intimate horrific movie like this that's really about what's happening in the minds of people because like i said the main character the main female character is a psychic and the uh the guy who kills the kid obviously has to deal with that so it's very it's a very cerebral movie i'm not gonna spoil uh, anything that's our handshake agreement here we will not send any spoilers however at, at, at certain points i was like is this for real i think josh is playing a joke on me yes and i found a way to explain it so you know how uh the movie it or the book it um plays off of fears and the it uh can take on the form of the deepest fears of the kids right and that's what it uses to fuel itself and to, to hunt the children when you unlock certain parts of horror you get that extra room to to go bizarre Right. And the fact that this woman is a psychic and evolved in the occult to begin with as a positive thing, there is always a darker side to that. And uh, part of this movie is sort of a journey through the darker side of the occult uh, through the eyes of a psychic. And so it gets, yeah, very, very psychedelic at times. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was watching it with Jess. She was very into it. And I looked at her and she was like, wow, this is this is serious. And I was like. I don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. It's, I think Josh is playing a joke on 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 me. And then she was like, "Let's let's just keep watching." So I was like, "All right." And then it and then it goes on a different like, you know, a different journey, and and yeah. then it changes, and we're going down this like dark avenue, uh, and just lots of journeys in in like a short period of time. And it, you also have to give credit to like what you're saying about the budget is they they somehow managed to do this it, i think it is an indie low budget film but somehow it feels like it's it can be big like big production and they really utilized what they had 
and really made it shine. Yeah, I, I feel really lucky that I accidentally stumbled across it while trying to find something to ride my bike to. Um, because I don't I haven't seen a single thing about this online. I haven't seen people recommending this movie on TikTok. It it just was completely random that I found it and it was such a treat. I, I didn't find it like terribly scary. To me it felt like hereditary's like younger sister. You know, like probably hasn't seen as much shit in life, so isn't as fucked up. Yeah, it's a good way. <laughs> that, of that's kind of how I felt because it, it deals with similar themes. And you mentioned the the strong female lead in this movie, and I want to say Hereditary also has that. Oh yeah. Um the the mom in that movie is like it just top top level performance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We kind of got to wrap things up because we want these episodes to be a little bit shorter, and we don't want to give away too much of the movies. So. Uh, we want you to keep watching uh, movies with us because it's fun to review them. Here's a couple of movies that we're going to be watching this month that we'll do deeper dive reviews on. Um, we are looking at Blue Ruin, La Llorona, uh, the English version and the Spanish version, uh, Doctor Sleep, Pet Cemetery, Babadook, We Are Still Here, Like Mungo, Don't Look Now, Super Dark Times. Okay, I'm sure there will be a lot more. And the ones that we don't get to on this show... I will be reviewing on the Haunting Season TikTok, which, by the way, is all bonus content that you don't get to see here. If you have TikTok and you like our show, please go check it out. That's it for today. Uh, Thanks for watching and tell us what you think. And if you want us to do more movie reviews like this, let's roll the credits, Edgar. Hunting Season was created by me, Joshua Sterling Gregg. Produced by Greg Holdsman and Jessica Richmond. And executive produced by Matt Gielen, Patrick James Lynch, and Ryan Gielen. And is a joint production of Believe Limited and Matt Gielen. This episode was written and hosted by Cody Dugan and Joshua Sterling Bragg. It was edited by Colby Crow. And select music in this episode was made exclusively for the podcast by North Innsbruck. If you like our show, please subscribe on your favorite platform. We have a video version of the show on YouTube and Facebook. Facebook and audio versions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Is that good? Oh boy.